like ergonomic what? so that you can run with it. Isn't that weird? It yeah. Have it you do, run with it, it does feel a bit like sturdier. Well, I mean it's not like the best design. Well, like the hard. ones that are like tiny with the little cup on them. Like that's the best design because you're trying to run relaxed, not holding a fucking bottle. Yeah, I don't run with water. I don't yeah, in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's like I'm running in the city. Worst case scenario, I've got my card and I buy a a BPA filled plastic bottle. <laughs> no, dude, I run with just a key to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Like that's worst case scenario though. Like if you really fucking need water. And there's nowhere that you can go for it for free. You just knock on someone's door. Oh, have you ever done that? Yeah. No way. Yeah. When did you do that? Uh, not not on runs, but uh, like riding road bikes. Need for water real? out out way out there. Most people. Oh just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, if that that would be your only option, though, right? In some places. Yeah. Depends where you're going. You're like right between like San Marcos and here. There's plenty of places. I mean, you'd, you'd have to be bonking. Yeah, it's all that's, what I, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've bonked on that route, too. Yeah, I would think, man. For sure. I've only ridden it a couple of times, and I, I, I didn't bonk on the way, like, on the in-betweens. Definitely when I get, you know, when you get somewhere, and you stop, and you chill out for a bit, like, <clears throat> you've got to fucking convince yourself to get moving. Sometimes. That's why you ride in groups or you don't stop because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've definitely stopped by water especially mm-hmm. and you're like chilling out mm-hmm. your shirt's off and shit mm-hmm. and then you're like oh well now I gotta ride back yeah yeah you start to Fuck. feel the aches and pains and like what it's like to stand up straight again <laughs> <laughs> no that's exactly right that's exactly right it's like I don't want to be in that position well you get cold three hours <laughs> yeah your, your muscles get cold yeah 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 well, that makes a difference. That's why I don't like running the AC low. Even though it feels good and I like packing on the layers, one, one it's cheaper. And two, <laughs> I'd rather just be in shorts. Yep. It's fucking sick. That's why I actually like... Um, I, I like running in the morning. When why? When your muscles are cold. It's mm. like, because running biomechanically is a pretty good warm-up for what you're doing. That's mm-hmm. why I, I truly believe it's like such a good thing to do in the morning. If you're running for performance, though, because I, I ran this little experiment with myself uh, probably a couple years ago, and I would... I stopped... I stopped running in the morning, and I was just running in the evening, <clears throat> and I had already been running in the morning, and... <laughs> What's up? <laughs> So you're running in the morning. I was running in the morning, and I, I wanted to switch it, so I started running in the evening, but I was still riding. So my constant was that I was riding, and like the places I was going, things I was doing day-to-day were constant because I was in school and stuff. And so I would go through the routine. I just like switched where I was running. And because of that, my running performance like significantly increased, and in the route that I was running... Like I was getting PRs and segments and I was just running faster mile times and like training for that definitely increased. And then I switched back to just running in the morning and I think, well, no, no, no. I think I, I think I did running in the morning and I kept running in the evening. I was running twice because mm-hmm. then I figured, then I was like really trying to like boost my running performance. 
but then it just like, obviously period. yeah but then it obviously like got you know can't really sustain that how long did you sustain it? sustain it uh probably a couple months so two or yeah because i do everything if i'm if i'm doing it purposefully i do it at least a month so it's definitely at least a month mm-hmm. but i was trying to keep it so if i was trying to keep it i was probably at the two month mark probably reevaluate because i don't really remember exactly mm-hmm. but I, okay we'll, we'll run with at least a month okay. it was at least a month but that's a every day we're talking every day every day oh yeah for sure for sure yeah that's a solid month <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> every yeah. day and a month is enough most likely yeah yeah and and so then i was just running back in the mornings and i noticed like for sure like having using the riding as the warm up for running made my running better having the running in the morning made my day better mm. but it didn't it was harder to improve in my running so like if i took everything separately and like i was well, trying to improve in running trying to improve in riding uh well it just it biomechanically like i mean it's pretty much it's a very similar movement except the top top half like well depending actually so i've been doing something different with my runs recently Tell i've been swinging it. my arms a lot more <laughs> 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 i've been swinging my arms a lot more and ladies and gentlemen <laughs> And well, like, so I've been running faster to like even the speed of my arms and my legs. Right. So it doesn't look weird. Not like, you know, twice cadencing my arms and my legs. (laughs) But um, I I definitely have been, and it's been more of a rotation, like elbows closer, but more from the shoulder, just a little bit bigger, bigger of a swing. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing like I have to use my chest and like pectoral major, like more, and it. Every, everything just like kind of like I don't know like I notice it in the shoulder and in my chest a lot more and my core stays a lot more stable because like anti-rotation speed right but I didn't realize like if I move it faster like obviously there's more speed so it's like more anti-rotational force but right it, and it definitely tires me out more but it also like I don't know it definitely changes how my legs get up Definitely. And the yep. and the amount of strain on my core, so like I more add I add yep. less because I add more I add more tension to my upper body to relieve tension from my middle body, and my lower body stays the same if not greater. All right, two questions. Yeah. What are you running on, and then, like on average, what material? Um, yeah. What surface, and then. That's a great question. About about how long and what's your pace on average? Ooh, pace. I feel like I should grab my phone. No, just okay. Spitball, honestly. Um, I think it's been eight thirty recently. That's close enough. Yeah. Um. And, uh, probably about two and a half miles is probably average. That's that's what I do a lot. Yeah. And are you running on trail or? I'm running. I'm running asphalt. I'm running just my neighborhood streets. But what I, I would, start, it goes, it's not a lot of elevation, right. but I think it's like 50 feet, and it's all super slow, gradual climb, climbs for the first mile and a half, Yeah, and then it switches. And so my second mile, I can get to a six. Tight. But that's, that's fucking booking it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm six is dead. Yeah. But I, that's where I've really noticed the arms. It's at that upper speed. Like, cause it'll track the, this average speed for the last like 0.5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's usually where I put in the max effort and that's always up, like the, it's a quarter mile uphill. Mm-hmm. And 
that one I is where I've gotten to four fifteen. But just, Fuck that's yeah. that's average time. Like obviously I haven't ran a four fifteen. Right, right. But it's booking it that fast, that hard, and I noticed totally. the difference there. No, when I sprint or when I open it up at the end of a run, I definitely open up my arm gate more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but I, the reason I asked about my surface was that because um, I, I do almost all trail running. Like I'll jog yeah. on roads to get to the trail. Yeah. But I do I run Roy G over here, and there's like a few yeah. hills. And if you do a trail plus elevation plus a hill sprint, yep. you get both the stable core at the like mm-hmm. mid seven or mm-hmm. seven pace and then yep. you get get to a hill and you open it up and you really work in that upper body yep um that's why i asked but yeah what were you gonna say well i was gonna say i actually i've noticed a bigger difference when i keep my elbows tucked in more and i rotate my i've noticed i actually have to rotate my hands differently i rotate yep. i rotate pinkies in and up more yeah to keep elbows tucked in mm-hmm and obviously, like, you know, anyone who knows what I'm riding, I'm riding a fixed gear. I'm sure I says it tons of times. I'm riding a fixed gear, like 780 wide bars that my boy Paolo over here gave me. They're specialized bars. They come stock on the stumpy. They're a little bit bent, but it's fine. <laughs> and they're super His wide. Fault, I can, not mine. I can, yeah, I can barely fit them through the door. So my hands, when my hands are out, they're, they're straight up, like palms down, super wide out. So my elbows are out. So my body's kind of used to that. So forcing myself, like elbows in, palms up, mm. is a good, it's a good um, opposite rotation. And, it, and, and having to move that way, it's like when you, when you change your saddle position and you, like, and, you, and you actually get your feet kind of pointed in, right? Like you, you watch all the guys in the tour, their toes are kind of pointed in so that their knees pull in so you're a little bit more aerial. And like that, it keeps, it's like less rotate because you want your elbows out if you're doing trail running because it's balance, right? It's like your arms out. Mm-hmm. Gives you a little bit extra. And that, that, I've noticed that for soccer too. I can't fucking keep my elbows down. Like they naturally pop up. Like you gotta fucking. Bro, you gotta hit motherfuckers in the face. Yeah, and also you gotta try to not fall down. <laughs> like trying to turn hella hard so my left arm's like, way the fuck out of here. <laughs> like waving and grabbing someone. It's awesome. That's where you're putting that like serious stress on your knees. <laughs> all the yes. turning, all the turning, yes. the quick starts and stops of soccer, yes. and the turning on one leg. Yes. While slowing down into an acceleration. Yes. All that. that terrible for your knees. Think about progression though, from like where I started though, because I think this is really I don't experience a lot of the same knee problems. I I definitely experience some knee pain that's probably not normal for a 24 year old, but. But you work like, out like yeah, three times like, significantly eight times better. more than the average twenty four year old. Yes, like significantly better than someone else, like some other person in my position. I feel like because I don't, I just don't have a lot of the same issues, and I attribute that to the way that my progression was from when I first started really getting into exercise, and that was I would take laps around my block on my BMX bike to get my heart rate up, and then I would, <laughs> and then I I had like a. a a, a crunch machine like it was like a one of those like down slope boards you know yeah. what I'm talking about and like I would do the sit up machine and then I would just do like you know just basic like bicep stuff and this was when I was like researching like you know what does it mean to eat healthier like these were the things I was searching into Google like mm-hmm. how do I get more fit 
mm. <laughs> how do I lose weight? Like mm. <laughs> those things, that's where I was at. <laughs> and, I, and that's what I was doing. And from be. that, from a BMX bike to then going into running, to then getting really into running and riding road bikes, to then pretty much just running and riding road bikes only, to road running, trail running, riding road bikes, to road, to road running, trail running, to only riding road bikes, and then like the road bike, BMX bike, road running, and like I just jumped around those three, tons of different combinations for a bunch of years, and then recently like I sold the BMX bike, just been riding the fixed gear, and then that plus soccer, like that, I think all of those built my knees up in skateboarding. I forgot that one. Skateboarding was Skating's first. Skateboarding was before BMX. Like I did that. I didn't really care about fitness at the time. I was just doing it so it was fun. And I got really into that first. And I think all of those things, like my knees are pretty good, pretty strong. And so the turning hasn't been that big, but I absolutely remember trying to move my leg, trying to get my foot from directly under me, laterally, out like if it's my right foot under me, laterally, straight out sideways to my right, so right foot out right. Yep. I couldn't move, like that muscle, like it just wasn't strong. Like from all of that linear motion, yep. that wasn't strong. Yeah, my knees were okay. Yeah, you remember, I remember that? Dude, it was, I was struggling so hard, man. You it looked, remember? It, yeah. You would play soccer, but it didn't look like you were playing soccer. No, dude. It was like my legs were moving slow sideways, but then really fast forwards. It was... I wish we had filmed more of that. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why I've been filming myself like more and more as I'm, as I'm getting better because I am getting better. But I'm definitely not good, but I practice a lot. <laughs> no, dude. You, uh, it's been awesome to fucking see how into, into it you are. I've loved it for a really long time, and I've been, like, so afraid of it, man. There's <laughs> uh, a lot of different parts about it. Mm. A lot of it, that same culture that prevents people from getting into road riding. I only got into it because I needed a more functional bike because I couldn't keep riding a BMX bike that far. <laughs> I didn't know anyone who did it. Mm-hmm. I just needed a better bike. <laughs> yeah. Why do you... Like, why is road riding hard to get into, in your opinion? What That's barriers do the, do the, does that subculture put up? Mm. It's not a very cheap sport to get into if it's road riding. Mm. Assuming, like, that... See, this, this is where my, my idea of what makes a sport a sport is different. Because there's the game, and then there's the, then there's the sport. And so the game sport of road riding is hard to get into because it costs a lot of money. And you have to be at a certain fitness caliber, and that just costs a lot of money to get there. And the kind of dedication, like you, you do have to have certain financial stabilities there because you have to spend a lot of time doing it. And you have to get to races. But all the same, the same with soccer or skateboarding or all these other things even though buy-in cost is different even running even though buy-in cost is different if you really want to get good at this the game sport part you've got to do competitions and you've got to dedicate yourself you got to train for that but if you just want to be good at the physical sport aspect the athletic sport part 
I don't think it's I don't think it's one of the cheapest ones you can get into because you can always get a really cheap used bike. Sometimes you can get one for free, which is cheaper than a pair of road shoes. Like road running shoes. Or a soccer ball. So like for that It is also one of those sports where people actually pass on their stuff. You don't yeah. see that in soccer. Yeah. But the, yeah. that's how and I got it. And a lot of that is because, like, you don't want that shit anyway. One, it's either no, 100%. or that ball is destroyed. <laughs> right. 100%. Yeah. But that's how I got my first road bike. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of people's first bikes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's... Road riding's fun, though. It is. I was talking to one of my friends the other day about that, where it's like... Road riding itself is super fun. But racing is like, just exactly what you, you said. Because I was kind of trashing racers jokingly in front of him. And he's like, but why? And I was like, well, actually, no. It's just like, I love road riding. I just don't want to race. That's cool. But, you know, as you get far enough into a sport or a game, and then... There are people who, like, their entire identity is centered around it. And then, yeah, you know, they there make it, they make it difficult for other people to come in because it's like, mm-hmm. you haven't been into it for as long as I have. And so, it's, <sighs> yep. you know, yep. you it's, a fine, it's a fine line, but it's really easy to introduce people yep. if, you're, if you're just aware of assholes yep. and what you don't like, you know? What didn't work for you? Yes, yeah. Just be... I mean, it's the same thing with anything else, right? Like, but just be kind to other people and and treat them with respect and how you would want to be treated. And just keep... Try to consciously keep in mind the things that, that you wish you would have known when you were in that position. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the best way I have for doing that, personally, if anybody else gives a shit, is I just write that shit down. Like, some kind of documentation, like... Instagram has become a great journal for me. I'm just treating that shit as a journal now. That's, that's what it is. I'm tagging people and things in my life that are meaningful to me so that when I look back, like I know certain things that are meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it's become. And now I totally don't give a shit. Like, not at all. Like, I care about the aesthetic and the design, but I care for me. Because if I were to actually have a physical, like, photo album or diary or some shit like that, mm-hmm. I would care about how that shit looked too. Mm-hmm. Even if I was the only person seeing it. This time I just care for a slightly different kind of public curated experience, but it's 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 still really for me. Like at this point, that's what it's become, and I like that. And that's the only way that I've really been able to remember those things. And when I look back on them, I have like something that I captured that's like visceral and almost tangible at the same time. It's like so real, and I can just put my finger on it and be like, oh yeah, I remember what that was like. That's that cool. makes sense because you're putting it out for you not for other people yeah yeah I think that's the way it should be yeah because like our first the, fan the world yeah yeah we gotta shout, shout that out, out real quick just because I was talking about art on Instagram shout out to Katie she's, she's like a super loyal listener and uh, she gave us some fan art today that was awesome and she always wishes us a, a happy uh, podcast day well, yeah, we're we having make, a great one. Hell yeah. We Thank can you, make Katie. That, we can make that happy podcast Tuesday. Make that a hashtag. There you go. Boom. All right, moving on. <laughs> Ryan just turned into an influencer for a sec. You're welcome. 
Yeah, not to, it's like, it's not your decision or even your call for whether something is like important to the world or not. So like, who the fuck cares? If it's cool, it's cool. If it's not, whatever. Make another one. And that's why I put it out there. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yep. So, how was your uh, Labor Day weekend? It was cool. <laughs> we went to, my girlfriend and I went to Hotel Van Zandt. And it's like a music uh, hotel. So, like, it's like centered around music in Austin. And it's by Kimpton Hotels. And it's, it was, it was really kind of cool. Like, they have a lot of construction going on right now. Obviously, it's COVID. Like, there are a lot of things we couldn't do. But that was why we did it, because we could actually afford it. <laughs> like, <laughs> not going to lie to anybody, that shit is expensive. I'm not going to say how much it was, but it was definitely multiple hundreds of dollars. And it was cool, though. It was a cool experience, where other people would spend that money to go on a vacation. Like, this is what I was thinking about. Like, where other people would go and spend that money to go on a vacation outside of where they live. I just don't have the time investment to do that, and I'm not that good of a planner to do that, but I can do other things that are meaningful to me. And the original plan, it's all got fucked up along the way. The original plan was to actually like set it up to where we could run there, and we were gonna like park the car at like BSS, so we were actually gonna do like a half marathon run in the morning, and then we were gonna go to the car, which had all our stuff, and just like drive to the hotel, check in, shower, like it was gonna be cool. Mm -hmm. But everything like got all fucked up. She got kind of sick before, and like first couple of days were just like a mess before. But when we when we finally got there and we got checked in, it was a super cool experience because um, we we like walk in with all our stuff and the the like I've never like checked in a hotel by myself before. Like that was just kind of cool on itself. But they had complimentary wine, and we like got dressed up and like got wine. And then we went to this um, this cafe slash bar called Moonshine, and that was really cool. We got that apparently they'd been on the Food Network like multiple times. They got a twenty five dollar steak. That shit was incredible, dude. It was way That's better good. than the other place that we went to. Um, like, dude, honestly, like mm. it was way better and. Uh, Food was good, like night was really cool, and they have this awesome, um, like our view had this really nice view, or I thought it was, and I was thinking about this, and I was thinking like, what other people call views, and I was like, hmm, like this is just like a city view to me, and like what's cool is like, we're 11 stories up, like our room was on the 11th floor, mm -hmm. and I was like, I've never slept on an 11th floor of fucking anything before. <laughs> like, this is cool. Like, and like, just these little things were like really cool to me. Like, these little parts of the, of the experience. But I don't know. I'm sure to other people, like, it could have been just super regular. But for me, yeah, that was really cool. That was really nice. And it was like, you know, we didn't have to fucking do anything and got to sleep in this super nice bed that I actually had control over the AC for once in my goddamn life. <laughs> it was great. It was so fucking cold in there. <laughs> yeah. It was cool, man. Mm. And they had a really nice gym, too. I saw that. Yeah. The gym was cool. Mm -hmm. The gym was fun. They had a Peloton. No shit. Yeah. Do those have screens? They do. And they also have usernames and passwords. So I don't know what the fuck that shit was like. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? No, not really. Go right I got my, yeah, I got my bike. The point is to not be riding right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it, was, it was super cool. That's what's up, man. 
Yeah. It was nice. Um, Thanks for asking. Yeah, man. I wanted to hear about it. It looked fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That kind of shit's cool. Yeah. I've never checked into a hotel myself. Dude, I, it, it's got me on a little bit of a bug, just like curious, because that's rated as a four star. And so like, mm. for me, that was, dude, like the shower, like it was a walk-in shower, the that glass awesome. thing, it was like engineered from the corner, like it rained out, so like you only had half of a glass, it didn't even have a door covering the rest, so like, yep. it was, I was like, what the fuck is this, man? I walked in, like the, the walls looked like wood flooring but it was tile <laughs> like it was wild it was wild but all of that was like those little things were like super super cool to me so I don't know what a five star is I don't know what a five star in COVID is either they suck your dick dude it could be <laughs> it could be I'll, I'll let you know please do <laughs> let me know if it's any good <laughs> oh man uh, you feel like running right now uh, I could kill the shot I don't I didn't bring my I didn't bring my Nike shoes I could borrow mine but borrow your shoes mm-hmm. we are the same size feet BAM! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I can ride your bike so you can run, ride mine. Yeah. Shoes. Fuck yeah. Alright, people. Number... This is 29. I think it's 29. NNC pod. 29. Adios. Get some! Woo!